Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline. I'm an expert in education, child development, and a lifelong learner and teacher. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive, trauma-informed program based in neuroscience that integrates social-emotional learning with our disciplinary practices to create optimal learning climates for children and adults. Today, we're continuing a little bit with our Let's Do Something Different, and we're going to join DJ Batiste. DJ is sharing his journey of his life, his journey of running into, being met with, bringing to him conscious discipline and the transformation that took place and how he wants to inspire teachers and others to meet all the little DJs in their classroom in the same manner. Let's get down to it. Here's DJ. I just want to take this time to thank everybody in this room right now for being in the most important occupation on the planet. No man can become a great man without going through a great teacher. So at this time, I need everybody in here to clap for themselves right now. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. See, now that I'm a little older and I, and I get out, I get out more, and I realize that teachers don't get paid enough. I, I, I can't help you with that. But I realize teachers don't get paid enough, and, and, and I need you to know that in this occupation, that you must work with your heart and not your mind. Because your mind will give up before your heart. What keeps you going is your heart, which is exactly what Dr. Bailey teaches us. It starts in the heart. So please, if you don't take anything that I give you today, take that I cannot teach with my mind, I must teach with my heart. A little bit about myself, my name is DJ Baptiste. When I was born, my mother was young, my father was young, I began to get in trouble at an early age. I was expelled from preschool. After me being expelled from preschool, kindergarten came and my, I still didn't have the skills that I needed. As a matter of fact, I like to share a story that when I was in kindergarten, we did things like this. We gambled. The gamble was whoever hit the teacher at nap time with a crayon get the other person snack. <laughs> so me and my friend, we get the nap time and nap time come and we go take two crayons and put them in our pocket. And if you ever had to deal with nap time, you know within 15 minutes of nap time, all the good kids in the class sleep. But then you got me, I'm up. The lights go off, all the, everybody lay down. The teacher go to her desk and sit down, and my friend look at me and say, you ready? I'm saying, I'm ready. I'm five years old. I'm in kindergarten. I remember. I said, I'm ready. He said, yeah. I said, you go first. He leaned up, take his crayon, threw it. It went over her head. He wasn't even close. He look at me and say, your turn. I'm like, all right, I got this. I got this. I lean up, take my crayon. I threw it. It went right by her face. Hit the blind. Now, I don't know if you ever heard a crayon hitting the blind, but a crayon hitting the blind sounds just like a crayon hitting the blind. <laughs> she knew exactly where it came from. She popped up, I popped down. <laughs> and the reason that's one of my favorite stories to share is because if to expel me from kindergarten was the right thing to do, I mean, preschool was the right thing to do, my actions wouldn't have been such in kindergarten. See, I don't know if you know it or not, but we in the business of changing the brain. 
You say, what do you mean by that, DJ? Uh, a lot of times as I got older, people began to say things like, oh, it's too late. It's too late. Now, Dr. Bailey has put in research that it is never too late. The brain is plastic. So no matter what that young man, what that young lady has been through, if he has a teacher like you who comes and fills those gaps that his life has been filling, you can change the way his brain works. Make sure you keep that in mind. Once again, I can't pay you brain surgeon pay, but I want you to know that you're doing brain surgeon work. As time went on, I continued to get in trouble in school. I was always on red. Y'all had that student who always on red? That was me. Let me tell you why. Red is now who he has become. You say, wait a minute, DJ, what do you mean? If I ever left on green or yellow, I failed for that day. I had to leave on red. It was a must, self-fulfilling prophecy. DJ, you bad, DJ, you bad, DJ, you bad. So even when I had a thought to be good, I remembered I was supposed to be bad. Make sure y'all take that with you right there. Self-fulfilling prophecy. They spoke that upon me. That's what I thought I was. So if I ever left on yellow, I have failed for today. That's why that young man that everybody in here just shook their head about always on red. It's because red is who he is now. We must start now on changing the way he thinks. You can do that. You can do that. No matter what happened last year. Because, see, that's what happened to me. My fourth grade teacher told my fifth grade teacher, oh, baby, next year, you got DJ. Now my fifth grade teacher whole summer ruined. <laughs> because all summer, all she can do is think of ways that she's going to make DJ come in, sit down, and shut up. First day of school, my fifth grade year, I walk in, I got my new backpack on, I got my school supplies, and the only day I had school supplies. Y'all know how that go. And I go in first, I'm happy, it's the first day of school, fifth grade. Immediately she say, DJ, you get in here, you sit down and you shut up. This is fifth grade, not fourth. Instead of building a bridge, she burned it. My message to you is no matter what happened with that young man or with that young lady last year, you give them a fresh start because you can be the teacher that changed them now. I don't ever want you to think about my story. Even when I'm up here sharing with you right now, don't think about DJ's story because as you can see, DJ is already on his journey. I need you to think about those DJs who are at home right now watching cartoons, eating cereal, who will remain statistics if your mind not right. I don't want y'all to miss that. Please don't think of me. I'm already on my journey. I'm here right now in front of you. But it's DJs at home that will remain statistics if your mind not right. As, as school went on, I continued to get in trouble. I began to indulge in gang violence. I began to go to jail. As a parent, I was that little boy that you showed your son, I better not catch you hanging with DJ. If I come home and you hanging with DJ, you in trouble. 
as a teacher, I was that student when the beginning of the year came and you got your roster and you saw DJ name across there, your eyes got big first of all. The next step, your neck began to turn red. The next step, your chest began to turn red. And finally, you just went to your colleague and said, look, I'll take three kids out your classroom just get DJ out of mine. <laughs> I made teachers feel uncomfortable. And when you feel uncomfortable, you get rid of the situation. A lot of times, people ask me right now, DJ, how do I feel about those teachers? How do I feel about those teachers? And my answer is simple. You don't know what you don't know. I've now come, I've realized that when you became a teacher and you earned a degree to be a teacher, you still hadn't been taught how to deal with the DJs. That tells me the DJs of the world have already been counted out. That tells me the DJs of the world never stood a chance. See, this is why I'm so passionate about conscious discipline. DJs of the world stand a chance. And as a lot of times when I travel and I speak with teachers and I, I, now I know it just makes so much sense to me why my teacher, the only thing she could tell me was, DJ, get out. DJ, get out. DJ, get out. She didn't have the tools to handle me. A lot of times when I speak with teachers and we go over my first day of school, y'all know what happened with me and Miss P, and I ask her, don't you think it's time for a change? So when, when I hold some assembly sometime and, and, and as teachers there, I ask them, I take three teachers to give me what they would have told me back if I asked them that. And teachers tell me all type of things that's so negative. It's so easier to use a negative comment. Get out. I'm writing you up. <laughs> as a matter of fact, one time I asked a teacher and it was an older teacher and I said, me and her was role playing. I was getting ready. She said, you ready? I said, I'm ready. She said, I said, don't you think it's time for a change? She smirked and said, well, yeah, because that old dog I got won't learn new tricks. I dropped my head and said, breathe. You can handle this. <laughs> right after I said that, I said, what would Dr. Bailey do? And then I had to hurry up and get that out of my brain. I said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I just want you to know that I, I realize now the power of not knowing. You should see how many teachers see me now and hear my story and cry. These same teachers who had written me up. These same teachers who said, DJ, get out. And I tell them, don't cry, it's all right. You don't know what you don't know. But what's so powerful to me is how many faces I see in this room right now learning what they don't know. That tells me if one teacher leave out of here and save one life, look how many DJs we have saved. And one of my messages I give to, to students is, just because you don't know your purpose now don't mean you don't have one. See, I got to remember when I was 16, this could have never been in my head that I would have a long line of beautiful women <laughs> standing out there ready for me to come take a picture. You got to remember, I was DJ. DJ name was Don't Hang With Him. 
You got to remember, I was DJ. DJ name was when it was a group of teachers, it was he'll never be anything. You got to remember, I'm DJ, the same DJ who principals got rid of because I was so chaotic within that school. One of my favorite things to ask teachers, I wondered if you would have liked that DJ. I wondered if you would have lined up that long line to see that DJ. Yeah. See what I mean? The whole change that happened within my life was because of you, my teacher. Never question the power you hold as a teacher. Because Miss P came and sat right where you sitting right now. I've, I've been blessed with the opportunity to get to travel and share my story, but I am one small fish in a big pond of how many students Miss P have helped. Simply because she came and sat right where you sitting, listened to what Dr. Bailey had, and embraced it. I tell people all the time, well, the only thing Miss P had over anybody is because is, is, is that she came in Dr. Bailey conference. If you've never been to a Dr. Bailey conference, then Miss P got you beat. Because you using things that you learned from school, and they don't work. They don't work. That's what's so powerful. One time Ms. P told me that when they was in school and she was getting her degree, they told her not to smile until Christmas. <laughs> I said, Ms. P, do you realize that if a teacher didn't smile at me until Christmas, that we couldn't have any type of connection? And I believe that's what was going on once again. I said that to say this. I understand now. I understand why you told me to get out. If you thinking back about a young man or a young lady that you had to deal with and you told them to get out, don't feel as if you failed. You haven't. You haven't. We don't know what we don't know. Don't be discouraged if you worked with a young man or you worked with a young lady and he or she still chose to go down the wrong path. Me and Miss P had this conversation. It's some students that got the same thing I got. Miss P gave them a job. Miss P encouraged them. She did everything she did with me, but yet they still chose to go down the wrong path. I said, Miss P, there is nothing more you could have done. Please don't feel down on yourself. Now I'm sharing that message with everybody in here. Don't be discouraged because you planted a seed and the seed didn't grow. Be discouraged if you had an opportunity to plant a seed and you chose not to. And, and like I was saying, it, it, one thing I tell my young men and my young, my young sisters that, hey, just because you don't know your purpose now don't mean you don't have one. When I was 16, if I would have went to a, a, a palm reader, and I stuck my palm out there, and, and she began to read my palm, and she said, wow, boy, you would be a world-pronounced speaker. People would send for you far and wide to come to their schools to speak to their teachers, to speak to their students. You would have long lines of women. <laughs> I would have snatched my hand back and said, stop playing and get my money back. Because I couldn't picture it. I don't want y'all to miss how it happened. I know y'all know the story. I don't want y'all to miss the power in the story. 
the only way I'm standing on this stage right now in front of you is because of my teacher. Sometimes I feel like we wait on good kids to come in our classroom. Stop it. Meet me where I am, accept me where I am, and build me. I tell people all the time that what, what, what Miss P did is the reason we got national attention. Not what DJ did. DJ did what he'd been doing his whole life. Go in and be disrespectful. What got us national attention is what Miss P chose to do with my disrespect. Your first encounter with a young man or a young lady, it might be a disrespectful one. It's what you do next that sets the tone within the connection. Make sure you keep that in mind. It's what you do next that sets the tone. Let me tell you, skill number one, composure. Skill number one, composure. Without skill number one, to me, we can't have the other six skills without composure. Because without composure, you can't be encouraging. Without composure, you can't give two positive choices. Without composure, you can't find it to show empathy. So I ask you right now, this happened to Miss Peter first day of school when I asked her, do you think it's time for a change? I made everybody laugh at her. That's 30 pairs of eyes laughing at you on the first day of school. Ask yourself right now, don't tell me. Ask yourself, can I handle 30 pairs of eyes laughing at me? And if your answer is no, then you should self-evaluate. Because since you can't handle 30 pairs of eyes laughing at you, now you can't be composed. And since you can't be composed, now you want some get back. And get backs look like, get out of my room. Miss P never told me that. Even though I just made all these people laugh at her. You know why? She didn't take it personal. See, to be a great teacher, you must first be over self. And if you're not over self, then there's going to be snags, a lot of snags along the way. Once again, no need to tell me. Ask yourself, can I handle 30 kids, 15, 18, they laughing at me? Once again, a good teacher, her true intent is to teach and not punish. Teach and not punish. And now I use these skills within my everyday life. A lot of times people ask me, DJ, what, what, what about your mama? And I'm just sharing this with you because now it's DJ up here, not a TV screen. When I hear that out there, everybody coming up to me, and they got tears in their eyes and say, DJ, you know, my school was against conscious discipline until I showed them your video. And when I showed them your video, I made my principal cry. And when my principal cried, she says, you know what? We're going to do this conscious discipline. I just want y'all to understand how must that fill my heart? Y'all got to understand, this is the same DJ, once again, that you were told, that they told their son, don't play with him. Y'all got to understand, this is the same DJ that every one of my teachers said, get out. That's why I need you to embrace it. Because it's a DJ in the world right now who people are telling their sons, don't play with him. As a matter of fact, you might have even said some things like that yourself. It's a, a young lady in the world right now who teachers are telling her to get out. That means what we are creating is a growing statistic. And I don't know about you, but I hope, I pray that you got into this field 
to create more success stories and less statistics. That's the reason. That's the reason. That's why I'm so passionate about what I, what I do. That's why Dr. Bailey is so passionate about what she does. It's because we believe in success stories. I tell teachers all the time when I go talk to them, they say, DJ, you know, I tried to talk to them, and I, it just didn't work. I said, so what, what, what you going to do now? What you going to write him up? What you going to scream at him? Why not use a love-based approach? So what you want to do now? Why is it that discipline we want to only teach one time? She had been teaching him his colors since August. And now it's April and he still don't know his colors. But she's willing to go back over his colors every day. Why don't we do discipline like that? I just want you to know, every day you'll go home. And now that I'm older, it just makes so much sense to me. I just want y'all to, this is how I want you to have this mind frame as a teacher. Every day you will go home. No matter how rough that day was. It might have been a little longer than the other ones. But you will go home. Don't come back with what happened yesterday tomorrow. I've learned that kids don't hold grudges. That's grown people. That's grown people. Don't come back tomorrow with what happened today. Go home after a long day, sit at your table, get you a little liquid courage. See, I accepted it now. It hurt my heart when I found out y'all drink. It hurt my heart. And then Miss P said, DJ, DJ, what you don't understand is we drink because of the DJs. <laughs> I said, okay, it make more sense now. So once again, go home, get you some liquid courage, and prepare for tomorrow. Just always remember, as the teacher, you have already set yourself up to be in the best position you can be. This young man, this young lady, he doesn't know it. Don't expect them to know it. Dr. Bailey teaches us that. Our front alone, which is where our highest center of thinking comes from, isn't fully developed until the male 25 and a female 23. So if you ever let a 15-year-old, an 8-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 12-year-old control the way you feel, then you've been beaten by half a brain. So don't expect them to know the importance of school. Their mind isn't ready for it. It's not until they get older when they look back and they're able to say what we all say. If I knew what I know now, then. That's because your brain wasn't developed then. Now it is. Every day, you should come to school with the goal of molding this young man, molding this young lady. You are already on your journeys. They don't know it yet, but you know this is to help them 10 years from now. See, their mind can't see 10 years down the road. This is to help them 10 years from now. So make sure every day, no matter what happened, if you tell me, DJ, he cussed me out yesterday, so 
BJ, he kicked me yesterday. So, it's a new day. It's a new day. Make sure you build the bridge first. And once that bridge is built, now you can go back and get everything you need to bring to this young man. But before you build a bridge, you can't bring anything to him. Make sure you build a bridge. I'm going to end with this story, and the story goes like this. There was a bird, and this bird landed in a tree. And a flood came and took that tree away. The bird flew away. And that same bird landed in another tree, and a hurricane came and blew that tree away. That bird flew away. Tornado came and blew that tree away. And y'all know what the bird did. Flew away. Moral of the story is, a bird faith is not yet within the tree he lands, but within his own wings. DJ, thank you for opening your heart. You've blessed me many times, and uh, I certainly bless you. So thank you again, DJ. So what's Becky up to? Well, I just finished filming uh, nine sessions, which is roughly nine hours of filming in front of a wonderful audience in a beautiful studio about the powers of conscious discipline. I know we have online being the best you can be. And uh, since that was done a while ago, I was hoping my best would be better now. So I've filmed it and it's in production. I'm not sure when it will be released, but it was a delight, and just by doing it, I grew. So what are we celebrating? Well, we just got back from a big conference, and I know we're international, and we tell people we're international, and then we guess somewhere between 30 and 40 countries we're in, and we keep track of them. But here I am at a conference, and uh, people walk up from Quito, Ecuador, and they are so excited, and we chatted, and they've been doing conscious discipline about three years in Quito, and it spread to other schools in Quito, Ecuador. So as soon as my Ecuador friends left, next was a woman from South Korea, Seoul, South Korea who has a number of schools there. And she has told me of the success she's having in South Korea. And uh, once again, I was uh, amazed, just simply amazed. So I'm celebrating that people who want to hear about us are finding us. Until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.